Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, everybody? Double G here for the death lineup. We haven't had a podcast in uh, over a week. Brian missed last week. We had Ben Cruz join me to talk about the Draymond situation. And this week, uh, we had the short week with Thanksgiving. So I'm doing a little solo short podcast tonight after the Warriors beat the San Antonio Spurs one. 18 to 112 and this has in-season tournament implications if you are interested in the in-season tournament i know there's some people that are really into the in-season tournament and i don't i don't feel it yet maybe when we get to the next round i'm sure it'll be really exciting when you get to the uh the tournament aspect of it where it's one you know Win and win and move on, lose and go home. Uh, but so far, I, you know that I I don't see where the in season tournament games really mean more than the normal regular season games. They all feel like regular season games to me. But that could also be just the Warriors because they are playing at a very average pace right now. And tonight, you know, they, they really got lucky because the the two games that they've won. Uh, recently, uh, you go you go all the way back to Monday, and they beat the Rockets one twenty one one sixteen, and you watch that game and you go, well, really thankful that it's the Rockets uh, who who were in town because a good team probably beats the Warriors and beats them maybe even by double digits. They play, they kind of played like a B minus game, and then they came back against the Suns and. I know the score was only eight points and, you know, that bench came in and made it close. But the fact that Kerr, no matter how close that score got in the second half, he was just like, nope, starters, you're not playing again. You guys are playing awful. <laughs> and, like, that is so unwarrior like It's kind of weird and you're just waiting for the Warriors to snap into it. You know, Clay, wake up. Wiggins, wake up. And they have been playing better of late, but... You know, the same, it's, it's really a similar story as last year. They just give up so many open threes, and it doesn't seem like they can guard the perimeter very well. And then they're small, so they're having trouble guarding inside as well. And I'm just not sure defensively what their identity is. Steph is like the most active defender. He's He's, you know, really getting into it. And you see his hands, he's very active. He's always been a really good rebounder. <clears throat> You're waiting for Wiggins to kind of become the Wiggins, and, and it really does seem like, uh, on defense at least, it does seem like an energy thing for him. And, you know, Clay's just in a rough stretch. I, I can't imagine him, you know, thinking back to 16, 17, 18, 19, being that Clay, 
and then coming back these last two years and just being 60%, 50% defensively, it's got to be so frustrating for him. But that is the NBA. That That is why there are so many new players every year because they're replacing older guys. But Clay's the stroke is, is there. I think he's made around 50% of his uh, threes over the last 30 or something like that. So the stroke is there. Steph has been playing tremendous. And again, tonight, 118-112, if they played the Suns, if they played Denver, if they played uh, the Timberwolves, the even the Thunder, they, I know they lost the last two games of the Thunder, that, that last game... Uh, that they lost to the Thunder in overtime. They really should have won that game. But you play any of those teams, the way that they played tonight, they lose tonight as well. And the Spurs are like, they've lost like 11 in a row. Though, you know, watching Wemby was a lot of fun. He just changes the entire geometry of the basketball court. It's it's insane watching guys. You know, I really just wanted to see whether it was a GP, whether it was Kaminga, uh, moody, just go into him instead of going trying to go around him. He's more than likely going to get a piece of the ball. But if you could hide the ball a little bit or maybe explode through him a little bit, maybe also get a foul and you can kind of get him into foul trouble. I remember Yao Ming, everyone wanted to attack Yao Ming and just dunk on Yao Ming. And they would test him. And Yao Ming was a really good shot blocker too. But a lot of times... You know, they're just testing him and testing him, and eventually he's going to foul, and, and sometimes you can get him into foul trouble like that. I want to see them test w- uh, Wemby like that. I want to see them ch- test Chet like that as well. Uh, Rudy's a little bit of a different story because Rudy is also thick, and so you're not going to move Rudy like you can probably move those guys a little bit, but I do want to see them test these guys at the rim a little bit more. Uh, but to go back to tonight's game, just sloppy even when C, you know CP's here to handle things and to be the adult in the room, and they're just turning the ball over with him on the court too. Late in the game, they made it really sloppy. It was almost embarrassingly sloppy. And you just have to deal with it. They are playing some younger players. Kaminga and Moody have not taken that leap that I think a lot of the, the fans were, were hoping. Because uh, all of these other teams, uh, and I was talking to Brian about this, and I think Brian is going to be back next week he also moved and so he he had to deal with all of that so we we talked about it at at thanksgiving akogi i was telling him i was like man you know all these teams i got these long wings and look at someone like akogi he's like akogi is only six four i was like well that dude he looks like he's like six seven he was just in the way every time hands up long arms flailing and then oh by the way hit the open three boom and he just seemed you know he's not not like he's playing 30 minutes a game or anything but he's just efficiently good in those minutes and we were talking about how that should be moody that should be Kaminga. but you know what the difference is is just the decisiveness like okogi knows what his role is and he wants to perform in that role so he gets that ball in the corner it's going up or he's kicking it back out uh, on defense. He knows who he's he's atta- he's guarding Steph, and he's not playing forty minutes a game, so he does not have to control the energy aspect of things. So he's just going all out in those minutes that he knows he's on the court. San Antonio even had a couple of players like that. You know, they're just kind of long, and they their hands are in the air, and and it, I just think the Warriors don't have 
those guys. And you would say, well, coming in Moody, the difference is, is coming in Moody almost have to create when they're, when they're playing offensively, especially in this Warriors offense. And so the decisiveness is not there because they catch and they think, and then they go instead of catch and go and already know what you're like. Pajemski, he's a catch and go guy, but he does get a little scared. Now, I don't know if it's scared, but he knows he's a little smaller. So when it gets to the middle, he's trying to be creative. But if he, if you had a little bit more of Pajemski in Moody and Kaminga, where they they don't they're not thinking so much and they're just gra- they know they see the court they know what the next move is before they get the ball uh, and I know for Moody some of it is probably he's just worried about getting pulled because that was kind of his role last year as he made a mistake boom out of the game but both of those guys are so good especially Kaminga athletically if he just went and he did not give the defense that half of a second to set or to catch up to him. I think it'd be the difference in in him blown by these guys, but because he does it that way, then you got to worry about his handle, and then he's got one move, and sometimes that move gets away from him, and then we restart the offense. And same with Moody. Moody gets the ball, makes one move, doesn't have a great handle, throw it back out. Now we got five seconds left on the shot clock, and that's really the difference. I wish, <coughs> excuse me, I wish the Warriors had more of those guys. It's like, you know, if you had. If GP was three inches taller, he'd probably never leave the court because it's exactly what they need. And he does play bigger than his size. But uh, I, I think that's really part of the problem for the Warriors right now. In addition to they're just not long at all. And in, in yesteryear's NBA, the Warriors benefited off of not having the stiff on the court. Everybody could actually do something. And I think that's kind of getting away from them. They're a little bit, they're almost like old school in a way because they 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 and the Heat uh, sort of set the standard about spreading the floor and not having true centers and having your center being able to do more than one thing. And now they still sort of play like that, but all these other teams have these longer players who do more than just one thing. You know, Kevon Looney's just, he's, he's rebounding. Uh, you know, Draymond is, is not one dimensional, but he does not score enough offensively or even now defensively because he's so undersized. He doesn't even rebound as much as he used to. So it's just, you know, you look at the way like, to the NBA pass the Warriors by, uh, but they still have Steph and I, I expect them to get back into that sort of the same range that they were in last year where they kind of figure things out and, you know, they're in that 44, 45, 46 win mark. I expect them to be there, but it it is it is much harder than I thought it was going to be to get there. And they may have to make a move. I, I don't know what that move is, but they just need, they need some length and they need some athleticism in a major way. Uh, all right, just have a quick uh, update on the in-season tournament here. Anthony Slater tweeted this right as the game was over. Uh, he wrote... Uh, if the Thunder beat the Wolves, then the winner of Warriors versus Kings in Sacramento wins the group, Group C. But if the Wolves beat the Thunder, the Warriors have to beat the Kings by 13 to grab the three-way tie and win Group C. So we'll, they have their work cut out for them because the Kings are actually playing uh, better basketball these days 
than than the last time the Warriors played the Kings. And so as we look at the uh, next week, because the Warriors are done playing this week, this was their last game of the week. They play the Kings in Sacramento on Tuesday. That place is going to be loud as all hell. They they will make sure that they, I, I imagine that the to the Kings fans, the in season tournament thing is probably a, a pretty big deal, especially when you can knock the Warriors out of it. Uh, and then the Warriors play the Clippers at home on Thursday, and then the Clippers in L.A. on Saturday. So. That is uh, that is where they are at right now. Eight and nine is the record, which is kind of ridiculous considering how hot they started on the road. They are three and six at home right now, and they're three and seven in their last ten. Uh, and you know, there it there there's, I would say there's eleven teams that are in the mix. And so the Warriors are in the bottom half of those 11 right now. Can they get closer to 5 6? I I I kind of expected that's where they would be, but uh, they need to they need to get on a little bit of a winning streak, but anyways, all right. That is it for our our really quickie death lineup uh report here. And uh, Brad and I will be back on Monday night for Tuesday morning in this audio feed. And then hopefully Brad and I can figure out next week when to record. Maybe it is even, uh, maybe it's even after Warriors Clippers, or we may go between Warriors Kings and Warriors Clippers on Wednesday. We'll, we'll have to figure that one out. But okay, uh, that is it from here. I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.